0: Ready to live at the higher vibrations where peace, love, joy, and good health are the daily standard? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to Vibe. And here's your host, Robin Openshaw. Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm Robin Openshaw. I am your host. I'm the green smoothie girl online. And I today I'm talking about something that I get asked almost every day. I talk about preparedness especially in our private group on Facebook. We had to change the name of it. It's now Take Action for Freedom. And I get asked probably every couple days, somebody says, hey, can you do some content on preparedness? And so I decided that this would be the best way to deliver that content. I am not going to give you the comprehensive, everything you could possibly do to homestead and be prepared. I think, especially at this point, and some of these items, you know, you probably wouldn't even be able to get because- uh people who you know saw this whole crisis coming made a run on a lot of these kinds of items i don't know if you've noticed but there's a um you got to go to takeactionforfreedom.com we have just put this website up and we are building campaigns where you can tell your legislators tell your president tell your local city council how you feel about issues like 5G rolling out in your town. We're building that one right now so that people can very quickly, with one click, send a very articulate, informed email to your own city council members and your mayor, which I think is super powerful. We've already built one out on HR 6666, which enables uh, Congress to fund contact tracers to the tune of $100 billion of your money um, to go door-to-door... Based on a tracker in your phone where your friends, because they're in, you know, you're in their phone, they could show up at your door and potentially ask to remove your grandma or ask to remove you as the mom or ask to remove or, or require that they remove one of your children. Of course, they're telling us it's voluntary. I don't believe that for one second. It's certainly not voluntary. All the contact tracing um, and all the facial recognition in China, it is certainly not voluntary there. And it's a slippery slope. Okay. So whatever they tell you, if you saw that guy from Ventura, California, the health department official, you know, up on the, up on the stand with all these media and they never even asked him, they, none of the media even asked him any questions. It's like they're, they've all been silenced to ask anything that we actually want to know. Um, he, he was up there and he said, we're going to, we're going to remove people from your homes. If contract tracing indicates that there's a a risk there for someone, listen, when someone in my house gets sick, I will be the one to take care of them. I demand my freedom to take care of my own family members. So I hope that you're standing up to it. Hope you're not sitting back and waiting. But we are about to enable you to speak up to federal, state, and local levels on things like H.R. 6666 to be able to send to your legislators because it's in front of Congress right now. Whether they're going to send 100 billion dollars to the states, where's that? Where's that money come from? We just put everybody on on welfare nationwide, right? All the businesses are on welfare, most people are on welfare, right? You know, you don't even have to be unemployed to be on welfare. Everybody got 1,200 bucks, and now they're about to start putting everybody else on welfare. Don't let that. Don't let that keep you quiet. Okay, that that's just to keep us quiet while they roll out a complete loss of our freedoms. Okay, And maybe you, you say, well, you're, you're getting a little bit, you're getting a little bit overboard there, green smoothie girl. It's not that bad. I think that's just the worst pot- possible attitude we could take. Yes, be peaceful, yes, get your exercise, be healthy, empower yourself. Don't tap into fear. However, we must be realistic about what is actually going on here. So today I'm talking about preparedness because I am a I am not the hard most hardcore prepper. Uh, You can go out there and you can find 512 items that you need for your preparedness. And you can Google that and I'm sure you'll land on that list. If you want to go the distance and you want to be a homesteader and you you live out in the country and all of that, you can do that. That's not my goal here today. I'm going to talk to you about 13 basics of preparedness that I think that everybody should do that doesn't involve hoarding, right? So that we're not taking from the grocery stores right now because they are eventually going to run. We have so many broken supply chains that that a lot of things we're going to run out of. We're going to run out of meat. We're going to run out of dairy. A lot of vegetables too are being plowed under. They're euthanizing literally millions of pigs and chickens and, and cows um, worldwide. I hope I'm wrong. I would love to eat crow on this and say that I'm wrong. However, my concern is you and your family and your health. Okay, my concern isn't what the media is, which is keep everybody... Keep everybody, you know, calm and unaware of what's really going on. But we also have seen news stories of, you know, farmers, of, um, you know, whole plant-based foods as well, plowing the fields under, plowing the fields under because they can't afford the helpers and the supply chains are broken. So why go out and pick all the green beans when the supply chains are broken? We can't get them to the end user anyway. So especially if they supplied, you know, Cisco and these big, you know, uh, distribution channels that fed restaurants and food service, which is a lot a lot of how our food moved and was packaged for that. So all that said, let's dive into it. All of this is in a web page that we have built for you. It's called it's at greensmoothiegirl.com slash prepare with GSG. So that's a very important resource. It'll be in the sh- show notes below. If you want to go to take action for freedom, that's where all these campaigns are that we're building so that you can speak up and you can send An individualized letter, there's a bunch of different letters, and so we aren't having you send the same letter that everybody else sends. I've written a bunch of different letters that are highly articulate on the subject of telling your governor we don't support the shutdown. You know, unemployment, mass unemployment and loss of our small businesses cost lives too. Speak up to your governor. Uh, We are right now building out a 5G ability to tell your city council and your mayor very quickly with one click how you feel about it. They live in your community. You want them to know. You want them to know. We hold you accountable if a bunch of health problems exist in our little community. Um, it's going to affect you and your children too. You tell them that and you tell them clearly, you tell them plainly, uh, you tell them politely because they probably don't know. That's the thing. I don't think that mayors and city councils all over the country are wanting to zap everybody with a hundred times more radiation than we've ever had before. I don't think they want that. They live here. So, and then the HR six, 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 six. So that's at, at take And then uh, this whole 13 items and all the links that I talk about, where I got my preparedness stuff um, is at greensmithygirl.com slash prepare with GSG. Now, I am giving you, like, here's the 13 things I think are most important. We could also call this, we could also call this uh, preparedness on a budget. Okay, so preparedness on a budget. These are the things I think are the most important. Okay, because there's all kinds of things you could do. I mean, you could get, find somebody out in the country and, store barrels of gas. And then you have to buy a fuel extender and a pump to get it out of the, we're not doing those kinds of things. We're talking about these are the most common things that might actually happen in an emergency. And here's how you can get prepared and feel more empowered. If something goes wrong, if there are brownouts, listen, there's lots of places in the world where you only have electricity a couple hours a day. So let's think about it. Let's talk about it. Let's lean into the storm here and talk about like, what are we going to do if we don't have electricity every day, if we lose water, could happen. So, number one, and I should say so I told you that my background is that I was an active believing LDS or Mormon for many, many years. Uh, I go back seven generations that I will always honor, whether I believe in everything or, or not, I'll always honor that seven generations before me were LDS or Mormons. They pulled My great, great, great grandfathers and mothers pulled hand carts across the plains. Um, My partner, John, uh, went on an LDS mission to New York City, actually. And he's one of 15 children of some very faithful, amazing LDS people. And I very much admire the focus on preparedness. And the LDS or Mormon Church here in Utah itself has many, many ways of being prepared and has always said, hey, emergencies happen. People are unemployed, whatever. Well, suddenly 50 million of us are unemployed. So I taught at BYU, the LDS University, um, and we have spent significant time um, getting prepared. I already had, but we've taken it to the next level for this, for this pandemic. So um, number one, water. Okay, You know you can live without food for quite a long time. Water is another story. 55-gallon uh, barrels are the best way to store a significant amount of water that you wouldn't necessarily drink. Um, and so number one, get yourself a 55 gallon barrel, stick it in your garage. If you have to take a hose through the window to fill it, if you have to, that's what we had to do. Um, and then have a little bit of bleach. You probably already have some bleach on hand, but just a little jar of bleach, put it near that water. So that if you ever need it, it's right there, market bleach. And that way, if it's been there for a long time and you're worried about pathogens in the water, you can kill the pathogens with, you know, in a 55 gallon barrel, you could probably put one teaspoon of bleach. And that's not going to kill you. Plus that water, you're probably more likely to use as like minimum amount for bathing and other uses that you have of water that aren't for drinking. Number two, most important item is to get a Berkey water filter. That link is in the preparedness guide. Okay. Which is greensmoothiegirl.com slash prepare with GSG. So get a Berkey water filter. That way, if you end up having to use water from a stream, okay, if we had to use water from the golf course down below our house, we had to go get that water out, I wouldn't be too excited about drinking that. I don't know what's in it, right? But if I put it through my Berkey water filter and you might wanna get a couple extra filters for your Berkey water filter. So now you've got water covered. Now you've got clean water that you have to drink covered. Number three, food, okay? Uh, the LDS people are told to have a year's supply of food. My parents had it the whole time I was growing up. When I was raising my kids, I had a year's supply of food. Uh, If that sounds daunting to you, let go of that. Can you store and can you afford a three-month supply of food? Okay, if not, can you store a week's supply of food? At Green Smoothie Girl, we got together, my staff and I, and we're like, what if we just give everybody our cost on a one-week supply of food? not the most exciting food, but a bag of protein and a bag of sprouted broccoli chia flax seed, or a bag of sprouted flax, which is cheaper. Those two things together, you don't need electricity to cook it. You don't need gas to cook it. All you need is your shaker bottle or whatever, any jar will do. And you put those two things together and you have them three times a day, you won't be hungry and you won't be deprived of any nutrients. It is a complete nutritional package. And it takes up very little space. You could buy a package uh, for each person in your household and you could stick it at the top of a closet. And so if you have three of you who live in your house and you bought three of those sets for 30% off, that's pretty much our cost on that. Then you can put it in on top of a closet and you know you're fine for a week, even if you couldn't get food. Now, do I think it's going to come to nobody can get food? No, but I think food rationing is coming. I think that's very, very clear. That eventually the, you know, a lot of governments will take over the food supply and it'll have to be distributed in ways that you and I are not familiar with. So, why not decrease your amount of anxiety about the future by being a little bit prepared? And if you if you pick up that preparedness kit from Green Smoothie Girl, which you can find at greensmoothiegirl.com/prepare, um, and hopefully hopefully we still have stock by the time you're hearing this um because we're giving it away at such a good price I don't know how long it'll last but that is not the grocery store where you live it's not hoarding it's not taking from others so um but if you are going to store food this is not where I comprehensively talk about how you need some oils and you need some sweeteners and you need some flours okay most of you listening here are so educated about nutrition you're not going to get wheat flour but you know I still have wheat from back in the day 25 years ago in big buckets And guess what? If I was hungry enough, I would eat that weed, even though normally I try to avoid gluten. So uh, if you're just storing food for a week or a month, this is going to take up more space than our little preparedness kit, but I would still encourage you to do it if you can. What can you store that has a good shelf life that you like eating? or that you you will eat, because you want to be able to rotate this in. If you don't end up needing this food, you want to be able to use it, right? That's our hope, is that you don't need this in an emergency, that there is no emergency causing a shortage of food. Um, but beans and rice are a great item, because they store for a good long while, and they're going to be filling. And you know, they're a lot more resistant to these shortages that are, it's very clear shortages of beef. I think beef is going to be the thing that we run out of first. I think beef and then pork, um, we're already seeing rationing of dairy and millions of gallons of dairy milk being just dumped all over the world from here to New Zealand, um, according to those those stories that I've been looking at. But if if all you did, if all you had the room for, like figure out where you're going to have, you're gonna put it into your bed. Uh, do you have a closet that has some space? Um, the garage, not my favorite. Headed into summer, gets hot, but if you if that's the place you can put it, that's where you're going to put it. Is it secure in there? Do you have a lock on the man door in your garage? That's another consideration. But get some, uh, get some cases of uh, canned soups that you like. Uh, beans and rice are, you know, if you don't have gut issues causing you to have problems digesting legumes, beans and rice are some of my favorite. Get some olive oil, some whatever your favorite sweetener is uh, on hand, some flowers like we talked about. But um, if you're growing a garden, and that's another item in this discussion, we'll get to heirloom seeds and growing yourself a victory garden in whatever space you have. Um, Hopefully you get yourself a tower garden. But if you grow some tubers, or if it gets to the end of summer and fall, and we can still get things like potatoes, carrots, parsnips, turnips, Um, onions guess what you can like we have behind our house we have a, a lot where the house sits on it and then it's this steep all the way down like it's a huge lot but most of it's not usable we could dig into there and I plan to do that this fall if I can get my hands on potatoes onions carrots we'll dig in and then put some sawdust and you could keep onions carrots potatoes things like that in that space where it's not taking up space in your house or in your refrigerator but they're kept nice and cold and they're kept from going bad by all the uh, sawdust or other materials. Um, I think we'll dig some into that, that slope that goes down from, from our backyard. This will be my first time trying to garden in Park City. You know, it's like 10 degrees colder up here than it is down in the valley where, I, where I've where i gardened for decades. So we're starting the garden a little bit later and we started the the starts, the little plants indoors but we're about to, in the next few weeks after Father's Day, we're about to plant out there. So, food for you. I've just given you some ideas. That is by no means a comprehensive list. We will put a comprehensive list in our guide so that you can look at it and pick and choose what you can afford, what you're um, able to get. Uh, number four, get yourself a porta potty. I bought one for for my kids. Um, here's the thing: if you don't have water, if you if you're Plumbing isn't going to flush, and hey, I have a friend here. He's an influencer. I won't name his name in case this would embarrass him. But he kind of lives almost off the grid, and he, they have a sump pump and whatever. And they were out of, they didn't have water. They have three little kids. They didn't have water for a week. Had nothing to do with this emergency that we're all in. But um, you want to have a little porta potty. This is like, and we'll put a link in the guide. It's like I think it was like 17 bucks. And I told, and I I didn't get the expensive ones or the the fancy ones. Just a little. It's like a little tripod kind of metal stand and then it has a toilet seat on it and and then you need some garbage bags so you need a little porta potty and some garbage bags listen you could put this out in some private place you could make it as private as possible outside and that way everybody could use the bathroom and that's not stressing you out so i bought a few of them so that my kids who live away from home i can supply them because i i know that my 19 year old isn't exactly thinking about preparedness Plus my three youngest children are on the road. They're out work, they're all working in North Dakota right now. They're very mobile. So I'm kind of having to prepare for all of us. So porta potty and trash bags. Okay, the, you know, the kind that will fit on the porta potty, not your little, not your kitchen trash bags. I don't think that those work. I'll have to check. Uh number five. If you can afford it, this is one of those ones where if you can't, then let this go and don't worry about this, but a generator would be good, okay? If, you, if you're if you like me and you have a freezer in addition to a, you know, fridge in the house and then a freezer, that would be the thing I'd be most worried about. Um, we're probably a lot more likely to have a brownout than a blackout. Rather than having no electricity for weeks, we would probably, if we have a fuel problem, because you realize that gas, oil and gas fuel the electrical grid as well, right? You know this? So if we had less access to electricity or no access to electricity, you would want to be able to put the generator twice a day for a couple hours on your freezer or on your refrigerator. So all that food that you store in your freezer, you can you can keep it keep it cold. So what you would do in an emergency is you use the generator, and you can get generators that use propane, and that's what I did. So then I bought you know several propane tanks, and you would use it. Um, you know, for a few hours a day, maybe twice a day. And you just don't open the free, you don't go open the freezer and go, Hmm, let me look, stand here for a couple minutes and think what I want today. You're going to not open that freezer, except when you have to get something out. So a a generator or a couple of them, if you have the the money and the space for it, and then get the, whatever fuel that generator runs on, you want to, uh, Get some some extra of that fuel if you can. Number six, you want to have some cash on hand. You know there are people who believe that the forces involved in this whole pandemic thing um, want us to go to a cashless economy, but a certain amount of cash so that if you had to be mobile, if you had to leave home or whatever, a certain amount of cash on hand, uh, whatever you feel like you can afford is a good idea. Some people feel that you need to get Bitcoin if you needed to get out of the country and you needed to, you know, that Bitcoin may serve you there. Some gold and some silver if you are able to. Gold and silver um, have helped people get through um, many economic collapses. And in my opinion, you use the smallest denominations you can of gold and silver because I don't want to have like a big A big bar of silver that's worth $12,000 to go out and try and, you know, use to buy groceries. Number seven, if you're like me and you eat a lot of uh, vegetables and greens, and this one is not cheap, okay, so check this off the list if it's not in your budget, but I love Dr. Cowan's garden. I have interviewed Dr. Thomas Cowan um, on my podcast, and he is amazing. These are biodynamically grown, organic, but next generation Uh, and then he dehydrates them at a very low temperature and they are all kinds of vegetables and greens. And these are native plants. These are some of the best superfoods, not cheap. However, we have, we got you a 15% off discount. So you can go to Dr. Cowan's garden and then use the, the coupon code, Dr. Cowan's garden. There's no punctuation in that. And it's D-R, D-R Cowan's garden, C-O-W-A-N-S. So Dr. Cowan's garden, he's a he's actually a medical doctor and he grows this stuff in um the bay area where he uses a I think he you know tents his what do you call those uh the outdoors so you can grow all year long. Uh so that one is like optional. However, like having that stuff on hand gives me some peace of mind. Um and, and you know what? Like, buy buy as you can. I don't know when these things are going to hit us or if they do. I just know that we've never had an economic catastrophe like this where all the leaders of the world joined hands and jumped off a cliff. So I think we, we are wise to get prepared. But um, I want to know that when I can't get greens and vegetables, which is the crux of my diet, that I at least have Dr. Cowan's garden stuff. Number eight, some gas. no. Uh, having gas on hand can be flammable. So you want to use those little jerry cans, probably the plastic ones, and, you know, get one or two of them, keep them as far away from your house if, as possible. This may not be possible for some people. If you live in an apartment or a condo, you don't have a garage, this this may not be possible to have a can or two. But, I mean, I think most people who have a lawnmower have a can or two, uh, and they're called jerry cans, J-E-R-R-I-C-A-N, um, that gives you some portable gas. I mean, maybe you don't live in the country where you can have 55 gallon barrels of gas, uh, somewhere that is, that's a serious hassle, but one or two jerry cans, then if there's gas rationing or you can't, you can't get gas and you need to get to work or whatever. Um, you know, this was an important one to John and me because my car is battery powered, but you know, like I said, the, the electrical grid still depends on gas. Um, but his car, he he drives over an hour to work and he has, I don't even want to use the word essential and non-essential, but he works for a water treatment plant and that is as essential as it gets, right? So he needs to get there. He needs to get there so that the water treatment for the people of Ogden where he works have, have water. Um, so, you know, that's the kind of thing we run into when we all can't get the gas we need is how do the people get to work who run our water treatment plant, for instance. Okay, so... Uh, Here's another one that I think is really interesting. I'm just barely doing this one myself. But number nine is this doorbell software. If now, if you think this is paranoid, then just check this off your list and don't worry about it. But we have contract contact tracers rolling out in Washington state as we speak. Um, Lots of other states talking about them. My state, which is, like I said, run by a Republican governor. We are very conservative and they're talking about contact tracing and it always starts as voluntary. Um, But here's the thing, all these people voluntarily, because they're scared of the virus, putting the contact tracker software on their phone, and then a whole bunch of them are connected to me, and if they get sick, and the contact tracker tells them that they were near me, then they could show up at my house and take one of my family members, or they could tell us to go into quarantine, or they could tell us we aren't allowed to go to work, that we're not allowed to go to work and support our family for 15 days while we're in isolation, so this is, the kind of, this is the kind of craziness that we're headed into. Therefore, I want to know who's at my door. If you want to know who's at your door, my cleaning lady has this thing called Ring Video Doorbell. So we'll put a link for it down below. And what we're going to put a link for is the $100 version. Okay, you can get the $240 Pro version at Costco. But to save money, we're getting the $100 version right now. And Juana, my... 20 20 year cleaning lady um, showed me while she was here cleaning recently she showed me that somebody had showed up at her door and i could see it on video i could see the person walk up and leave a package at her door if you're away from your house and or if you're in your house and you see somebody come if i see somebody if i see contract tracking tracing rolling out in my state then i want to know who's at my door and the little doorbell you just replace the little doorbell thing and you can see On camera, who is at your door? I'm not going to be answering the door if some contact tracer shows up because I don't trust right now, particularly my government uh, to have my best interests at heart. I don't particularly believe that they're really worried about who's in my house um, and their safety. So, and maybe they mean well, right? But I used to work for the government. And if the government is looking out for people's health and well-being, you know that there's no one else there to do it because you don't want the government taking care of people's health. The government is the least efficient way to do just about anything. So the only thing you want government doing is things that nobody else in the capitalist economy will do. And I I used to work for the government and I couldn't be less impressed with what I saw working inside the system for years. I worked in a prison. I worked at a state psychiatric hospital. I worked in a halfway house, all funded by the government. Some of the worst uh, competence I've ever seen in my life. Well, the worst competence in all of those places. That's a lot of why I had to. I just felt like I had to get out of that system. I felt like I couldn't make a difference because they're just checking things off a list, following procedures, uh, justifying keeping their budget. Okay. So number 10, make sure you have some candles, some sturdy matches. Okay. If you don't have electricity, you got to figure out where things are at night, you'll use your candles and your matches. Um, You might want to get some lanterns so you could carry those candles around. And you want to have batteries. So, you know, if the smoke detector goes off and you can't get those big square batteries. So we have the square batteries. We have D, we have A, AA, and AAA. So get all, just one package is fine of all of those kinds of batteries. Number 11, I hope that you're growing a Victory Garden. Uh, Victory Garden is you know, ideally it's square foot gardening. You get some untreated lumber, make a square, put some buy buy a whatever 50 pound bag of soil, mix it with some of the soil that's native to your area, put it in there. Anybody with a small space, I'd rather I'd rather give up some some yard space right now just to have access to my own homegrown vegetables. So um, get some seeds and in the guide, greensmoothiegirl.com/slash prepare with GSG. We will put the links in there for uh, heirloom seed companies that we see still have seeds available. Now, if you've already missed this growing season and it's too late, then get still get some for next year, okay? Because you can store these for several years. Just put them in a, a Ziploc bag of some kind. And we intend to use the seeds that we bought next year and the next year. We're very careful with them. They seem like they're worth pure gold. And why is that? Because most seeds now are hybridized, genetically modified. Monsanto wants to control all the seeds of the world, okay? And I hope that as this whole thing rolls out and there is some kind of a revolution, I hope that we change a whole lot of things. I hope that, you know, Donald Trump said he was gonna drain the swamp. I'm sure in his second term, he'll be more able to to drain the swamp if, if he has a second term. Remember, I didn't even vote for Donald Trump last time. Didn't vote for Clinton either. I didn't like either one of them. So don't don't take this as me selling Donald Trump on you. However, we have a swamp. Nothing has become more clear to me than that is we have a major swamp. We have a lot of corruption in our government and that's a lot of why we're in this situation we're in. So get some seeds. You're also doing the planet a service just by preserving seeds. And I hope that you keep the dried seeds from some of your vegetables too because that's a great way to keep it going. And that's what people did. millions of years. And the Victory Garden involves communities saving seeds, giving them to each other. And so it's another way that we can come together and we can serve each other is have those seeds if your neighbors need them. Maybe next summer, we're all we're If we've been in food shortages for a year, those seeds will become worth their weight in gold and people around you will ask you for some, potentially. Number 12, sprouts. I did, and we'll link you to it, I did a little Facebook Live on sprouting and just having some dry sprouts that that if I had to live on a bunch of canned stuff and a bunch of beans and rice and like food that I don't normally eat all the time and I cannot get greens and vegetables and the living raw plant foods that keep me alive and energized and disease-free, I can sprout some sprouts. And so getting yourself a little... Jar for sprouting that has a vented lid, super cheap, and some dry seeds so that you can put a couple tablespoons in, and it becomes this much food. In the in the little guide that we'll give you, Uh, I will link you to the Facebook demo that I did at the beginning of this crisis when I was talking about. Here's some things that I think are really important to do to prepare that most people probably wouldn't think of, but having bags of those dry seeds. And again, you can order these on Amazon. I know I hate it. If you can get it somewhere else, do. Um, But just for ease of use, we'll link you to those Amazon resources. That gives me confidence that I can make sprouts and I can blend them into a tablespoon of Dr. Cowan's garden vegetables and greens. And that would be as close as I can get to a green smoothie. It would be very easy. So sprouts is your number 12. And last 13, number 13, Whatever supplements or bioidentical hormones you have, you might want to get a few months worth. So I asked my bioidentical hormone practitioner for a few months worth of, and she, she obliged me. I told her, hey, I'm, I'm anxious that, you know, it looks like they don't want us talking about natural products or supplements or whatever. So I got a few months worth. So not encouraging you to hoard and get a year's worth, but we will have the supplements I think are critical including our ultimate minerals. Stock up on ultimate minerals. I'm pretty sure we'll have it on discount for you. Our ultimate minerals are every single one of over 90 minerals. That's like my one go-to, never miss. I'm kind of hit or miss about other supplements, but every day, all day, you're being depleted of minerals. Okay, get our ultimate minerals and put a dropper full in your water morning and night. They don't go bad, okay? They came from ancient plant deposits, which is the highest mineral, Uh, substance on earth. It's where the roots of plants get it. Okay, a plant's roots go down and pull up minerals. So definitely have that on hand. Have some really good vitamin C, some D, some zinc for your immune system, and whatever else you take that you have found is super useful to you. So I'm going to put in number 13 on the guide links to supplements that I think are really important. I've stocked up with a few months worth. Um, It won't be a few months worth if I have to give give some to my children just to bolster their health and cover nutritional deficiencies they're living away from home. But consider that too. What supplements are important to you? Those are the ones that are important to me. So again, if you want to stock up on the 30% off preparedness kit from Green Smoothie Girl, that is our cost. And it's whatever bag of protein and either sprouted flax or sprouted broccoli chia flax you can get that at greensmoothiegirl.com/prepare, and this whole web page of all the links that I've talked about, you can find at greensmoothiegirl.com/prepare with GSG. So I hope that this has been helpful to you, and I really—I tell you what—nothing will make you feel better about driving into a storm is than by being prepared. So just do the basics, and you feel a lot better about the fact that you could weather a storm whatever it is here's what i feel confident in americans and actually human beings are resourceful we will we will triumph over this we will come out on top i feel confident of that i think we have a bumpy road ahead of us however i think you and i and every other resourceful human being will come together to solve this we have to get clear on who the real problem is here what the real problem is who the enemy is we have to drain the swamp as our president has said however I believe in human beings. I don't believe that this is all despairing and that, you know, this will be this way forever. However, I do think in the short term, it would be very smart if you would get prepared. So I'll see you next time.